Hey Bulls, welcome back to RidgeCast. This week we have a special guest, Mr. Antonucci. So thank you very much for joining us today. Um, first, I wanted to start off and ask you just to tell our audience a little bit about yourself, you know, on a personal level or what you teach at HHS. Of course, yeah. Um, I'm Mr. Anthony Antonucci. Uh, I've been here for about a little over three years. I teach mainly social studies classes, American history, current events, um, my first year here, believe it or not, I taught PE. So for some reason, a lot of kids know me from that. So it's very strange. Uh, personal stuff, I cannot brag about it enough, but I just had my first baby last year and he is the uh, cutest little chunk in the world. His name's Ezra. And so we're having a fantastic time with that. So, and also I have had a great time here at Hickory Ridge so far. So it's been great. Uh, how long have you been teaching in general? I know you already answered how long you've been at Hickory Ridge, but. Uh, um... Let's see, I was, I was actually a police officer when I first came out of college for over a year. But I started teaching the year after that. So total of four years, I was at Concord High School first. So that was quite an adventure. And then that coming over here has been pretty fantastic. So it's been nice. So like, why did you like switch? So like, did you like always want to be a teacher? Yeah, that was always part of the plan. I always, I wanted to be a cop first. And cause like, I honestly like wanted to be a cop first so I could get like all these stories. Cause like, I like writing a lot cause I want to like write books a lot one day. I already had my first one uh, last year. And so uh, that was the first goal. And then I knew if I were to get into teaching I could like, you know, also impact people on the, the teaching level and also learn skills to be able to like, you know be a better person in community as well. So it's all kinds of things are rolled into one. So it's, there's a lot of factors that apply. And so this in transitioning from being a cop to a, a teacher is pretty insane. Cause I, you know, believe it or not I've actually broken up more fights in school than when I was a cop, which is kind of interesting. I don't know how that happened. So yeah. I'll believe that. Yeah. And so what made you choose social studies? Social studies. I'm, you can ask Rachel. I'm kind of a nerd. I love like old, like American history stuff. I could talk about Lincoln and the Revolutionary War and Civil War and all kinds of stuff all day long. I did, I just, even when I was a kid, I was like, when I was in high school, I was probably in all the advanced social studies classes, but I was in like the lowest math classes. So I prioritized like I just like learning about all the social figures and like how they made decisions. Cause you know, now when you get older, you're kind of like, how, did, how on earth did they make those decisions when today I feel like I can't do anything without my phone or something? Like things have just changed sporadically. And so it's really cool to observe how people made decisions back then to what you can do now. So, so you told us that you um, wrote a book. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Oh, Tia, I thought you never asked. Uh, no, I'm just, uh, so I am a huge like crime nut. I love like watching stuff about detective shows and all that. And so, you know, being a police officer, I was be able to witness stuff firsthand and I you know wanted like my grandparents always loved that I wanted to write so like I my like, grandpa passed a few years ago so I was like you know what I'm gonna write a book and I'm gonna name it in honor of him and so I did and so like it was something I it was like a, a passion project in a way and so I like continue I want to continue doing it and so I really enjoy telling mysteries and I think it's something that a lot of kids like to you know I know like nowadays people like to watch mystery stuff on uh, Netflix, but a lot of uh, Netflix shows are actually uh, inspired by books. So it's actually comes from different mediums. I thought it'd be pretty cool to kind of, you know, inspire some creativity in some way. So that was my plan. 
Um, so throughout your years teaching here at, at Hickory Ridge, what is one of your favorite memories or do you have like a fun story that you want to tell? Uh, I, so one thing that I started to do here, couldn't do it this year because of COVID, unfortunately, but at the end of every semester, I have one student from each, uh, each period pie me in the face at the end of class. So last day of class for exams, I select like names out of a hat. And if you're selected, then you get to pie me in the face on the last day. And so I get pied three times in a day. And it's always really funny because some kids will just like lightly throw it at me. And then some kids will just throw it aggressively and like make the whole class laugh. So I think it's something that it's like a creative thing that I bring that a lot of kids enjoy. So I can't do it this year. Maybe we can find a way to virtually pie me in the face or something, but I don't know. But it was really fun, and I, that's what I'm, I'm going to miss, that we can't do that this year. Darn, I hate I missed that. Rachel, I'm telling you. I mean, maybe we can do something for the ones who come into school. I don't know. Maybe I'll give them a little, a little present that way, but <laughs> all right. Oh, it's me. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, what has been the biggest struggle of online school for you? Oh, where do we begin? It's losing the uh the opportunity to just kind of you know build relationships with students because i one of my favorite favorite things to do is just while class is going i i hate sitting down so i like to walk around and just engage with them but it's so different now like you can ask rachel my my favorite thing to do in class is the cold call which i just randomly call on students and like ask them how they're doing how their day is and like if they're learning how they're doing in class and you know uh, like half the time it's just quiet because you know they're either on TikTok sleeping or something like that so I it's it's really hard for me to kind of use my awful dad boyish humor to try and resonate sometimes. but it does sometimes it doesn't hit and it stinks some some people are just not paying attention or it's just it's kind of hard virtually so yeah the hardest part is definitely not being able to have that face-to-face -face interaction even though some I know a lot of kids are probably happy they get to sleep in a good bit which if I was a senior back during this time it'd be like oh cool I don't have to do as much but still that seems to be like the biggest thing is like my mom's a teacher and when we talked to Mr. Sullivan that was a big thing and I know Miss Harrison it's the same way as like they really struggle with students not interacting back with them like all the teachers we've <laughs> talked to really like yeah. heavily rely on interactions with students but students aren't wanting to give any feedback back so yeah, because I feel bad because like, you know, like I know I keep Rachel's name, but I Rachel's one of the go-tos in my class. Like she's probably one of eight people who respond every time. And I feel bad because like, you know, I probably call on her three or four times a week and because she's one of the, the reliable ones and everybody else just doesn't say anything. And so just, I mean, Tia was like that last, last semester. I had Tia last semester. Very helpful a lot. She would pull me out of if I was in the middle of a hole, I could call on five people in a row and no one would answer to you. would be like, I got you, Mr. Anthony, you don't worry. And so it was really nice. But no, I think, I think a lot of kids keep forgetting that, you know, once we call on you and if you don't answer, we have to mark you absent. So a lot of kids are like, why do I have 20 absences? And that's why. So it kind of stinks. <laughs> it's definitely weird too, because I remember last semester I came into school to film something for chorus and you were like walking out of the school and I was like, oh my gosh, that's Mr. Antonucci, but you didn't know who I was. Yes. So I introduced myself. It's, it's weird. Like I haven't really met some of my teachers, which is kind of weird. Yeah. It stinks. Cause I feel like online we've been able to build like some pretty good rapport and like, you know, conversations. But if I were to see you in real life, I'd be like, 
I've had five students come up this semester to be like, oh my gosh, hey, Mr. Tucci. I'm like, who are you? Sorry, I just don't know who you are. So it's, it's, it sucks. And especially for my seniors, because I've met or talked to some really awesome seniors this year. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to hear that some of them may come back after spring break. But then again, you know, I get it. Your senior year, you would like to, you know, senioritis is kicking in. So I understand. So. So are you looking forward to going back to plan A? Uh, I'm, you know, it's kind of, I go back and forth, like, you know, because we have a kid, we have to be careful. Like we have to, like, you, you can, if you ever come to my room, I literally have tape stretched around my desk, like a perimeter. So no one crosses it because, you know, we have to take it seriously because our little, uh, little Ezzy at home. But I mean, in some way I'm excited because like I get to see more faces because, you know, if you guys can't see what it's like here, but it's literally just me stuck by my desk and like maybe one or two kids out there just not fully engaged because it's kind of hard because I'm not talking at them. I'm talking at the computer. So it's mm-hmm. a little rough. So I think I'm happy and scared at the same time, if I'm being honest. So it's a little bit of both. <laughs> As long as Rachel was your favorite coughing on my face or something, I'll be like, all right. I'll try not to, but. All right. Thank you. I'm sorry. I think I cut someone off. I'm so sorry. No, I'm sorry. Um, so what's your favorite like unit and subject to teach? Uh, so I teach three different classes. It's American history one and two and current events. I probably, my favorite would probably be American one uh, because I, I really like, you know, talking about how the Revolutionary War, how we like America was founded, how we almost, you know, were broken apart by the Civil War, because, you know, with all the stuff still going on, like today in 2021, there's so many like past ideologies and thought processes that still exist. And it's pretty, it's pretty scary how, you know, you would think that something that happened back in the 1800s is still going on today. So it's kind of crazy how that stuff's still going on. But uh, yeah, I think my favorite is just kind of the early parts of America, because we had a lot of influential people that that I think deserve a lot of attention. So, yeah. I actually have a personal question that I just came up with is, um, why did you choose Ezra as your, like your baby's name? Where is that word? Or, or- um, so we, let's see, it actually came from several reasons. Like, I mean, we, you know, there's like, I think one of the chapters in the Bible, his name's Ezra. There's one, my wife was student teaching. She, there was a little kid named Ezra who was like the cutest little boy she's ever seen. And like every day to it, he would like run up and give her a hug and like was the sweetest thing. And then we've never really met anyone named Ezra. Like I, I none of my friends or anyone I ever went to school with is named Ezra. So it was just a unique name. And we, and I realized I, I remember, oh. oh, sorry. What were you saying? No, you go. No, I was just saying that I knew I could make some funny nicknames out of it because I'll call him Little Ezzy or something. And so there's all kinds of different. Oh, so. okay. Well, I remember my freshman year, it was with Mr. Snell. There's this kid named Ezra. And that was like the first time I ever heard yeah, that name. Yeah, it's obviously in the Bible. But... So I liked about yeah. it. So it's pretty cool. So. Mm-hmm. I love that name. And I love the nickname Ezzy. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Hopefully he likes it too. He's like, he's at the point where he's like smiling and laughing. And so he's at a really cute stage. And so when you say his name, he like will jerk look at you and it's, it's the greatest thing. So. Has he started talking yet? Uh, he is babbling, but he has said mama. He is a mama boy at heart and I don't take it personally. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. So I completely understand why. So it's pretty funny. <laughs> I have a question. Um, so 
what I what like for like in life what I really want to do is I really want to write books and yes. I'm, a, I'm a really big writer and so like can you just so I'm assuming that the book is like published yeah yeah so can you talk about that process a little bit because I've always been really curious about that oh my goodness this the process is insane in itself I mean first like the writing process itself is tough because like it took me over two and a half years to write the book because you have to go. I mean, people have different, some people can write it much quicker, but I'm someone who like, I'll spend a ton of time writing it, but then I'll like put it away and not look at it for a month. So my mind is like completely blank. So when I go back to it, I'll be like, what the heck was I thinking? I'll go back and change stuff. That doesn't make sense. And so when you finish it, you have to do this whole thing where you have to like, you have to summarize it. You have to actually like, fill out these forms that say like what the, the main topic is because you actually have to like submit it to, they want you to submit it to these, like uh, they're called literary agents. So that what they do is they take your book and they'll like go to publishers for you and be like, Hey, this guy's got a really cool thing. Let's, let's try and figure it out. But it's really tough because they get like, you know, hundreds, maybe even thousands of book submissions a year. And so sometimes they may not even get back to you. And so like I submitted mine to like, 30 or 40 publishers and only one picked me up. And so what's, so like that was already pretty intimidating in itself. And so like, you know, it just like, just like I had talked to Rachel the other day about you know, like, like being an actress and stuff like that. It's one of those things where rejection is like the number one game name of the game. And so like when I write my next one, it'll be nice because since I already have one published, it'll look better. So it'll kind of, the whole process itself is kind of like be prepared for rejection or hearing nothing but you just got to keep pushing through because I think that like the famous story was that J.K. Rowling who wrote Harry Potter she got like de denied by like over a hundred publishers and then out of nowhere she was picked up and as we know the rest is history so it's pretty cool how that stuff works so that's really cool though I I don't meet many kids who like to write anytime I say hey we're gonna write something I see lots of eyes roll back of their heads so it's kind of cool that there's a uh, some writers out there I like that no, I love to write like essays, no matter what they're on. I love to write. We need to, we need, I'm glad this is recorded because no one ever would believe that because no, a lot of kids hate writing essays. I love I, writing essays. I hate the constructed responses on the test. Rachel, you're oh. so oh. good at them. That's okay, but there's, I'm not good at creative writing. I just can't come up with like a story on my own. Mm. That's very tough. I was so mad. I took creative writing through the school and it was the year that it was last year, my sophomore year. Oh. So like it got cut short and you can only take that class once. No. I, I was so mad. That stinks because when I saw that that was offered for kids, I was like so excited. I was actually going to go talk to the teacher who was in charge of it and be like, yo, what's going on? Because I was so pumped about it. It was so fun. Like we were getting to, we were about to hit the unit where we had to write our own play, oh. our own script. And I'm like in theater. So I was so excited. Rachel's like, what? Well, I was so mad. To like work around everything with being online this year, we um, wrote our own scripts in theater and we had like small groups and that was fun. Um, it was like a collaborative thing and that was really fun. And then we performed the shows we did. So yeah, I did enjoy it. Oh, that. that's awesome. That sounds Yeah, cool. that's very cool. Uh, speaking of Rachel, I'm taking practicum next year. Really? That's so mm -hmm. exciting. Yay. Okay. <laughs> You have to keep me updated. <laughs> I will. I don't know what that means, but it sounds exciting. I, I bet it's an awesome thing. 
it's like the directing theater class Ooh. that you like write your you can either write or pick a show right Rachel yeah to like direct yeah yeah oh that is really cool wow yeah Riley Riley Carpenter she's in that class and she loves it that's awesome ask her questions about that then (laughs) oh gosh um actually this is unrelated but um you mentioned harry potter and i just recently watched the harry potter movies for the first time me too i love them i need to ask a very important question and everyone feel free to pitch in but what is your harry potter house and favorite movie there's a right answer i'm still shocked (laughs) you just started watching them now how is this everyone you guys are what like 17 16 18 like oh my gosh well i just now watch the marvel movies too but oh rachel we don't have enough time to get on your case about that (laughs) i refuse to watch those movies oh come on writer it's all right we'll get there uh let me think uh big fan of gryffindor love it i think they're they're the, the the house that i've found the most uh, interesting and then my favorite one book and movie was chamber of secrets i love that one Ooh, wrong it. answer i thought it's gonna come for you it's, wrong answer yeah it is so good well i took like the little quiz like the buzzfeed quiz like i'm like obsessed with harry potter so like i watched all the movies like twice so like and i have the books some of nice. them i'm not sure if you can see up there but <laughs> anyway that's not the point <laughs> But, like, I'm a huge fan of Harry Potter, and I took the quiz, and I was apparently Hufflepuff, so. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Okay. I'm in the middle of reading. My favorite one is Order of the Phoenix. Oh, okay. I thought that was a really good one. Good one. Mm-hmm. It's too underrated. That's still, that's it still is, long. It is rated yeah. right. That movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hot take. Oh, my goodness. Okay, but okay. if you know me, you know I'm a Hufflepuff, but I took several different quizzes, and I'm apparently a Ravenclaw, <laughs> which doesn't add up, but. I feel like those are very similar ones, though. I feel like a lot of people will either be in one or the other, but mm-hmm. they, were, they weren't really talked about in the movies, though. So I don't really know much about Ravenclaw. Yeah, but like they've like in the last one, they like talk about Ravenclaw has apparently a huge part in the last one out of nowhere. Yeah, the whole, I was yeah. Like, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I had no idea. <laughs> well, what is going Wait, on? Rachel, but... which one's your favorite? Ooh um oh gosh okay i really liked part two of deathly hollows um mm. there was just a lot of plot twists and i live for those um yeah those are good uh oh i don't know oh i liked the fourth one too robert oh so good yeah. was that the one with the fire the yeah fire yeah. yes yeah well you know what I meant I'm reading the books for the first time right now and I'm on Goblet of Fire right now oh you are so good Mm -hmm. I need to read the books there's so much you guys need to go to Universal yeah that's so cool Tia you know how Mm -hmm. we went to Universal Studios yes for in seventh grade okay well that was before I had watched or read any of the books and so when we were in Harry Potter world I was like, this is so dumb. Can we please leave? <laughs> oh, but yeah. now, because we spent a whole day there. We yes. spent a whole day in Harry Potter World. Worth it. so sad. And it now, was so fun. now I'm regretting that so much. Yeah. Now I want to go back and buy the wand. There's They're so expensive. I know. Oh, so I mean, just for the look. Well, 
Yeah, just by the looks of it. It's so expensive. <laughs> yeah. My friend has Dumbledore's wand and Umbridge's mm-hmm. wand. And I think he has other ones, but they're really cool. I'm kind of fangirling over them. <laughs> <laughs> And also, that's um, awesome. Butterbeer. I before I even watched the Harry Potter movies, my friend used to be like really obsessed with them. She maybe tried the like secret menu like Butterbeer Frappuccino at Starbucks. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. really good. Really? I did have the Butterbeer at Harry Potter World, and it was so yeah. Good. I didn't. Okay, I didn't have that yet, so that's interesting. It's so good, Mr. Antonucci. You're not a real fan then. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Excuse <laughs> hey, me. <laughs> I read all the books, watched all here. My sister, oh, she would hate if I said this, but she's seen all the movies, hasn't read any of the books, and she considers herself a mega fan. And I was like, Hold oh, up. no, 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 no. But uh no, I I love the book. So like I remember when I got the last one, like I don't know, like when the last one came out, you guys were probably really young and people bought the book at like 6 a.m. and read the whole thing until like dinner and they finished it. And I probably read the second half of the book in one night because that's how good it was. That's very good. So. I'm so excited to read it. Like yeah. the next, my least favorite movie is Order of the Phoenix, and it's the next one I'm I'm supposed to read, and it's the biggest one. It is. Yeah. yeah. And I'm so mad about it. Yeah. So I'm like dreading that. It, I think Order of the Phoenix. I probably would consider that one one of my least favorites, but it has a lot of great parts though. Like there's a lot of character development parts that are important it's but, yeah. horrible like, yeah I, I feel like that was when the like everything started unraveling and then you get to see like oh this person against against this person like you already knew yeah. that but like there's more characters coming into the story that are like yeah. not for each other if that makes sense so that's true I, my favorite was half-blood prince and i think it's because that book was kind of like the start of the end mm-hmm. yeah that's true but I don't know. Yeah. No, no, that, that one's really good. And remember, that's when it starts to get dark. Like, if you watch the yeah. movie, like, that's the first movie where, like, the tone is dark. The, the whole lighting in the whole movie is dark. So, like, they have, like, that filter over it. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're just like, what is going on? This is different. Um, All right. Well, how, do you, how do you say your name? I see. Is it, is it Lily? <laughs> do you go by Lily? No. I, <laughs> my name's Lilacoy. Lilacoy. Okay. That sounds yes. super awesome. And I was like, how do you? Thank you. I was going to butcher it. But. It's all right. I'm used to it. I've already had three people butcher it today. Lilacoy. <laughs> I like it. That's cool. Thank you. Oh, there's a truck going by. <laughs> Does anybody else have any questions um, for Mr. Antonucci? So back to your... No so where can I buy... <laughs> Come again? <laughs> Tia, I think you're in Oh my god. It sounds like she's like singing like techno or something. Yeah. And she's still going. No. That was so funny. Tia, of your question you can you can just look <laughs> up on, on amazon it's on it you just type you just type in my name on amazon and it should pop up so i think that's what you're asking but you were like doing your singing techno thing which is hilarious wait could you guys not hear me 
No, no you were like, no. Oh, I'm so sorry. I asked where I could buy the book. Yeah, it's so uh, you can you can get it off Amazon. And okay. They have it in some Barnes and Nobles around here too, but yeah, I think Amazon's the best way to do it. Oh, your book is on Barnes and Noble. Yeah, it's a, it's only in the stores like around here. I think. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I haven't been out because of COVID. I mean, that was one unfortunate thing is my book came out during COVID, so I was like, all right, can't go see it. But uh, but yeah. Oh wow, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys do you guys do this stuff every week? The the podcast stuff. We do. Usually, we have like, a topic, and then we all just kind of talk about our experiences with it and then um we occasionally have a guest and we interview them and then just have them you know join us such as harry potter topic <laughs> of course yes of course you got to mention harry potter at some point For sure. well, you guys you guys seem like the very uh, a very good crew to do this with you guys were very nice and your questions were very good very well thought out so i liked it Thank you for joining. Yeah, thank you. Of course. Yeah, thank you for being on it. I met met a person with a really cool name today, Lilacoy. What a time. Very Thank you. So I personally hate it, but oh my you your name sounds like it's the main character of a book anyway. So come on. Like that's so cool. I wish it was like my middle name. What is your middle name? Bella. Like I wish I had a different name, and then that was my little quote was my middle name. Gotcha. But whatever. You'll, you'll come. You'll come to love it. You're in high school. You're like you're at a point where you're criticizing yourself all the time. I did it all the time. So I mean, you're gonna love it at some point. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank it's you guys awesome. for tuning in and listening. Uh, you guys can listen every episode on Saturdays on Spotify, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you again. Bye. Bye. Of course. Thank you so much.